Hello, welcome to the Better Movie Club podcast, a podcast about movies and uh, making them better and doing improv comedy based on those improvements. I am Austin Weiford. I wouldn't call what we do improv comedy. And I'm Leah Morse. <laughs> and Andrew Farley makes a fair point. This is our first episode with a guest. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. I forgot we had a guest. Yep. Oh, um, well, thanks for spoiling for it, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> our first guest. And I, I thought it went really well. I had a lot of fun recording this episode. Same. Uh, would you guys like me to agree or should I tell the truth? You can tell the truth. Both. Presumably, he will listen to this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, I have been put in a difficult spot then. Um, <laughs> I think I need to separate from the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> in that case uh this is no longer our first episode with a guest because we've technically had a guest who is farley <laughs> <This entire time. laughs> surprise you thought he was co-host but uh <laughs> i've just been guesting on every episode up to this point <laughs> but yeah I, I hope to do more guests i thought this one was fun and i liked talking about scott pilgrim so let's get into the episode Let's. Let's. So this week, we watched a movie with Samurai Swords, a, uh, nan- a dancing ninja video game, uh, a giant hammer, uh, a piece of gum, and a microchip, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. All right, no one steal and- Nansing Ninja uh, video <laughs> chip or... Wait, what, what? I don't. Whatever it was, Dancing Ninja video game. Is that what you said? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, they were doing like, uh, like Dance Dance Revolution yeah, gameplay yeah. to the fighting ninja game. Well, no one steal Dancing Ninja. I'm using that later. <laughs> did I say that? You started you to say it and didn't finish. Oh no. <sighs> anyway, uh, this week also for the first time, uh, we have a guest on the show. Uh, if you're like me, you know him from uh, your apartment and from going to high school together. Uh, if you're not like me, you might know him from some YouTube videos or from his Twitch stream. Dane Lindstrom, everybody. Uh, actually, I'm Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, everybody. Thank you. Big get. Big get. I didn't know Scott Pilgrim was on Twitch. Yeah, man. I, I literally only fight evil exes on Twitch. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. No, but thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. I love your show, honestly. It makes me laugh all the time, so glad to be here. And you really like this movie too, right? Oh, it's probably hands down my favorite movie ever. Like The Room for You, how you've seen it a trillion billion times. <laughs> yep, yep. This yep. is this movie. There was like a point in my life where literally I could not go to bed unless this movie was on and I was watching it. I'd watch it every night. And when we were watching it last night, I'm sure you heard me like saying you it were, word, like, yeah, word for word, like the entire thing. <laughs> He's like me with Jurassic Park. I just angrily yes. quote every like at whoever I'm watching it with. I'm like, look, I'm gonna say this whole monologue to you while we're watching this. I basically I just ruin it for it whoever's angrily, watching though. it with me. <laughs> Admittedly, I had to like force myself to like stop quoting because I feel like I was getting annoying, but I still would find myself quoting. <laughs> there is a cacophony of sirens going on yeah, outside our apartment. Who's in there trouble is. with the cops. Oh, it's There's you guys. Probably someone dying in our apartment again. The improv police. <laughs> the, yeah. the vegan police. Vegan police. Yeah. Honestly, the vegan I'm, police. Surprised, I'm surprised it took the, the improv police this long to get us. <laughs> like, we've been yeah, out we've there for a while. We are, you've been wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Leah pulled out a gun in two scenes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> you never know. You never know when I'm going to strike. <laughs> All right, um, so uh, plot summary. So, Dane, what we try to do is uh, each of us are going to try to summarize this movie in three sentences or less. I'll start. So, um, a 22-year-old immature dude uh, dates a high schooler, then dates a woman his own age and has to violently um, come to terms with her uh, past love life. All right, not bad. So I will say one problematic relationship leads to another problematic relationship for different reasons. Sure. That's, that's it. That is it. So not 
even that was like one sentence. <laughs> oh, sorry, I have to use my other two sentences. <laughs> Michael Sarah is adorable. He should be president. <laughs> All right. Is he Canadian? Yep. The okay. President of Canada. So we need to pass some laws. Yeah, we'll have to. Did you say Canadian? Yes, yeah. she did. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you guys know. I've unironically said that too many times. <laughs> uh, so, um, I my, mine is uh, total piece of shit. Scott Pilgrim falls in love with a girl despite already having an underage girlfriend. The girl Ramona falls in love with him because he harasses her enough that she does. And then he has to fight all of her exes to be with her. Coming out strong. I have opinions. Very good. And, yep. I- <laughs> and you're, they're not wrong. <laughs> Watching, yeah, we'll get there. Dane, what have you got? Uh, scrawny nerd uh, scores chick way out of his league and then violently asserts dominance by beating the crap out of her exes. I think that was only two sentences. Uh, last sentence. I think it was one. <laughs> you have to use all three. All right. So are, are we on two or one? Then We're on have, one. Okay, one. Two. Second sentence here. Uh, he also likes video games and he's in a band. That's two. I That's guess. two. And three. Michael why is this so president? This, why is this so difficult? Uh, you keep saying and. I know. I know that I'm breaking. I'm. I'm Conjoining sentences. Uh, let's see here. Last sentence. He's kind of a douche. Let's be honest. Kind of is kind of an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like I, when this movie came out, I saw it in theaters and I loved it. I saw it in theaters more than once. <clears throat> Just it is so visually delightful. Like it, it really speaks to like, uh, like nerd culture. Like there's so many video game references. Um, just really appealing overall, but uh, on on this watch through, like, and I, I think I said it a couple times, but uh, I was just like, "Wow, Scott's a piece of shit!" Like, yeah, he really is. It, yeah, I love the yeah. movie, but like, yeah, he's he's a total douche. I actually love the movie too. So even though I came out sassy and and ready <laughs> to fight everyone, uh, <laughs> I I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's problematic, but it's it's a, uh, such a fun movie to watch. It really mm. does capture nerd culture yeah. in that it like all the men totally disrespect Absolutely. every woman in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. But also like they're uh, the victim somehow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like he's he's like referenced breaking multiple girls' hearts like the entire movie, but yet somehow he's he's the victim in all of it. Like poor yeah. poor Scott's got a broken heart, even though he just screwed over how many women. Yeah, he just cheated on <clears throat> These two girls with each other. Um, also, whatever happened with an Kim. underage girl to some extent. Kind of. Uh, it depends on when he. I mean, I guess he's technically probably grooming her now. Yeah. If we had found out that he had known her for a period of time before this, it'd be much worse. Yeah. And, but I don't. I don't know how that happened. And that's how the movie starts. Like literally, the first line is Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler. Like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. At least the movie sort of acknowledges that it's problematic. Like, you know, they don't mm-hmm. try to make it okay. Like, everyone has right. a problem with it, right? So, that's at least kind of nice instead of it just being like, no, it's fine. <laughs> well, there is one person who tries to make it okay, which makes it worse uh, because that person is Knives Chow herself saying, it's okay, my dad is nine years older than my mom. Yeah, that's an odd odd line. Ugh. So we're we're going to write a movie uh where a 22-year-old is dating a high school girl who's 17 and yeah, we're going to have some characters point out that it's weird, but he's still our protagonist, so the audience isn't fully against him and we're going to have the 17-year-old girl justify it on screen like yeah, not okay. I, I <laughs> I'm 24 and if I dated someone 9 years younger than me, I'm going to prison. Yeah. Mhm. Like I don't know. That's just not a justification for that yep. at all. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Age of difference is, is fine when everyone is a, an adult. Like, <laughs> but yeah. that's not what well, we're talking right. about here. <laughs> Even then, though, like, I'm I'm 29 and I feel like dating a 20-year-old would be weird as hell. Right. Like, like I'll be 32 in August and, like, just anyone that's, like, 18 to, <clears throat> excuse me, anyone that's 18 to, like, even 23, 24-ish, I'm just like, those are babies. 
Yeah, I think it reaches a point where it's not as like, I don't know, like tw- like late 20s, I feel like and up, like there's not a lot of difference between somebody in their late 20s and s- to somebody in their like 40s. Like, I mean, definitely like experience and and what they grew up, like what world they grew up in and stuff. But it doesn't feel as much of like, oh, you're a child. <laughs> yeah. If you're old enough to drink and you're dating someone who is like a couple years away from being old enough to drink. And you do drink, it's gonna be awkward no matter what. Because it's then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, here's this weird divide in our culture that <laughs> you can't cross. And most of the time, it, like if you're like 25 and you're dating an 18-year-old, there's a lot that changes there. Your frontal lobe is solid. Theirs is developing <laughs> still. They're like late stage puberty and you're an adult. Um, transitioning away from the age gap, because I feel like we could talk about it forever. Um yes. do you guys have a favorite of the evil exes? Oh, yes. Easily Matthew Patel. Like, I just love that scene. The whole the whole introduction to the whole evil exes thing. His whole like over the top Matthew Patel, <laughs> like or whatever. <laughs> I guess he, I guess that's when he said Scott Pilgrim's name. But like, yeah, dressed like a pirate and just the heckling from the crowd. I just love everything about that scene. So definitely Matthew. That is a great me. scene. I like when he says, like, didn't you get my email explaining the situation? (laughs) I skimmed it. I I skimmed skimmed it. it. Mm -mm. (laughs) Like, Wallace is probably one of the best characters in the movie, too. (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty mm -hmm. hilarious. What about you guys? I I feel that my favorite ex slash exes should be the Katayanaga twins. Um, I, like, I'm pretty into electronic music, and that scene sets up to be like a really epic like DJ set and then they they play like beeps on their keyboards and and die from light dragons collapsing on them uh the only music we we hear in that scene is from uh the sex bombs so i feel like they should have been my favorite exes but they don't have any lines they just show up and press a couple keys on the keyboard and then die uh yeah. so i'm upset about that as as is my favorite ex, I have to agree with Dane, probably Matthew Patel. Cause also that like, that's when the movie starts to go crazy. Like there's some cool visual stuff um, in the beginning. I really like the universal uh, logo in like eight bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it seems like just kind of an okay movie um, or like a, like a semi normal movie, I guess uh, there's like quick pacing leading up to the, um, the, the first band scene, but then when Matthew Patel comes in and he summons these demon girls and starts throwing fireballs and stuff and like singing that sets you up for the rest, how the rest of the movie is going to be. And it's uh, like, I remember seeing it for the first time and I was like, what the hell is this? movie?" <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting too. Cause I feel like each half would be a fun movie. If you like take the first bit where everything's just kind of grounded in reality and it's just like, Scott, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. Why are you doing mm-hmm. this? <laughs> like, that would have been a fine movie, too. I mean, I know it's based on a comic, but just that as like a rom-com type of movie would have been fine. I would have enjoyed that as well. But the second half, too, is just this over-the-top fucking beat em up <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. It's also a, a great, it's a great time. <clears throat> Who's your favorite ex, Farley? Uh, the vegan guy, for sure. God. Absolutely. He's mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so funny. Todd, Todd's another good one. <laughs> I I don't know how to feel about the um the girl Roxy. who orgasms when you touch her knee. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that fight scene yeah. between Roxy and uh Ramona though. That's probably my second favorite fight scene. I think that's just another scene where Scott's the problem. Like if he wasn't there, it wouldn't be quite as uncomfortable. Right. I'm not sure if I should be like, is this an okay scene to do now? I just like the the choreography between the oh, whole, yeah. like when when the she's fight. yeah when she's like controlling scott like that's just amazing to me it's really cool yeah I, mm-hmm. like i even mentioned austin last night when we were watching i was like i wonder how long that took them to like get that right because that's it's just a great fight scene all the fight scenes i thought were really well yeah, honestly, choreographed. yeah. i just this is a this is very much a male gaze film <laughs> like yep. where it's like mm-hmm. women are uh, have no agency and sometimes they orgasm and die like that's what women are um, <laughs> and so it's just it being I think like it in another movie something like that could have been funny the tone of this movie made it all the more problematic that yeah. he just touches her behind the knee and she comes herself to death <laughs> it's like right. really. Come on. It, it, it really sexualizes the relationship between the two girls. 
much more than any relationship between the guys too. Like it's it's just right. kind of like porn logic. And he calls it a sexy face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Man, this Scott movie Milgram. is. <laughs> this movie is so good outside of like what it is i guess <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well, it feels like like somebody wrote the overall well i don't know i i've always heard the comics are better i don't know if that means that they're less problematic um but from people that i know that read comics they're like oh the comics are like way better um but i always wonder like to me this movie feels like somebody who was a real neckbeard like wrote this con this whole concept of like you know um this this idiot being the hero and then like really talented good people were involved in making the rest of the movie like writing how funny yeah. it was and doing the fight scenes and the visuals and the transitions and then like there but there was like that one guy <laughs> who started it all yeah and he's a piece of shit probably <laughs> like, right like yeah. it was it was made by a basement dweller <laughs> Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like there was like the the it started with a poison seed and then like but then like a bunch of talented people got on and like made the best out of that that they possibly could, but it's still at its core like very problematic. There are some really funny like gags in there with like Aubrey Plaza when she tries to curse and it censors her mm, every time yeah. and, and everyone's <laughs> aware of it. Yeah. Mm. How are you doing that with your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I I love the little bit where uh, Scott comes back into Wallace's place and it's like a Seinfeld like a sitcom uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that they share a bed yeah sometimes yeah. with like multiple other people uh, yeah <laughs> I, I will say like I think the portrayal portrayal of Wallace is a little bit problematic too because mm -hmm. he's like the gay character therefore he is like promiscuous, which I I don't like that trope of like, oh, he's gay, therefore he's always with multiple men, therefore he's always grabbing people's boyfriends and like, ugh. But um, overall, I like Wallace as a character. Um, but Leah, he he doesn't write the gay rule book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, at least sometimes the movie acknowledges when it's problematic. But I really like um, the transitions between scenes that make all of this almost feel like you're in like a dreamscape or something like somebody me and Austin ask, were actually talking about that last night. Yeah. Someone will like ask Scott a question he will answer. And then someone else in the new scene that we've transitioned to will respond to the thing he just said. Mm -hmm. And it feels <laughs> like you're in like some sort of like, I don't know, like a dream sequence or, or something of yeah. there is no reality. There are no rules. And it's it, makes for a very like you're very engaged the whole time you're watching right when he discovers Ramona there's like a, a like five scenes in a row where it's just back to back you're just walking between rooms and they're each different totally different locations I'm also like not it, it, it's unclear but like I <laughs> I feel like when Ramona mentions the subspace highway through Scott's head that she uses it almost seems like she's telling the truth I wondered about that too like she seems to have some sort of weird powers. I mean, beyond the the giant hammer that she carries in her purse, like yep. she definitely has a Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, yeah, that bag is. And like the snow, remember the snow like melting under her skates when she's skating away from Scott. Yeah. Also, the ability to summon a door out of nowhere twice in the movie. <laughs> yeah, of course. In this in this universe, it seems like most people have some sort of yeah. like there are there are some normal people, but. Anytime there's like some kind of fight, like they they have magical powers, right? This definitely isn't our reality that this <laughs> that this takes place in. No. So it's it's no, unclear God, what no. the rules are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the vegan police established some very clear rules. <laughs> yeah, uh, three strikes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, love the <laughs> or you vegan lose your police. Psychic powers. You mean they chicken isn't vegan? Yeah, chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> they gotta. I I want just a like a series. I think. Like a spinoff. Um, we talked about this in Discord, I think, Austin. Like Vegan Police. Like yeah. I would watch that show. Yep. Like <laughs> they were like so the little scene that they were in, so funny, <laughs> so good. Just loved it. I think they like yeah, that say yeah as they're like running away or like high five or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I would I would definitely watch that like a buddy cop show for the mm -hmm. vegan police. Yeah, same. We were uh we were looking up the actors. Um, the, the one dude, I didn't realize it 
uh, until Dane looked it up, but I recognized him as Lawrence from Westworld. And then the other cop oh, okay. you said was the Punisher, right? Yeah, he was the Punisher. And there was a weirdly um, stacked yeah. cast for this. Yeah, we were talking yes. about that too. Like that the the whole Incredible. cast is just huge, honestly. And yeah. Michael Sarah, amazing. Chris Evans, uh, Aubrey Plaza, Anna Kendrick, um, Brie Larson, uh, Jason Brie Schwartzman, Larson. Yeah. Brie Larson, like. Just ridiculous cast. <laughs> Did Brie Larson play two characters? Because it was another. Because there's he the plays Envy. Red-haired girl mm-hmm. is also Brie Larson. No, that's no, not Brie Larson. that's Allison Pill. No, it's not. Because <laughs> I swear it was like it was. Man, it looked like her, but like with makeup. It's a uh, it's Allison Pill. I know her from uh, the newsroom. I also okay, we'll didn't cut realize, all that. <laughs> I didn't realize that um, when they have the like voiceover where it says like the like Scott has earned the power of self respect. It's Bill Hader does all of those. That's so. Funny. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <sighs> Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. Cast cast was incredible in this movie. Visuals were incredible. Uh, Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack was great. Choreography was great. <clears throat> it just built on a bed of sand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we know how to make it better then. Yeah, yeah. So uh, why don't we take a quick break and we will make this movie better. And we are back, <laughs> ready to uh, make Scott Pilgrim better. So uh, since this was my movie selection, I will go ahead and start us out. And what about Dane? I He's thought, the guest. Oh my gosh. Yes. Dane, do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go. Awesome. All right. You're such yeah. a rude host. Did you even ask him if he wanted something to drink? Did you he offer him food? He, he literally came in here, got his own drink, and then left. Like, he was just like, I hate you. Why are you on my podcast? And left. It was awful. Wow. I cried a little bit. Did he ask if you wanted to play Catanopoly? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the good news is I don't think that I will be able to do that to most of our other guests unless they also live with me. <laughs> All right, Dane, how are you going to make this movie better? So I thought it would honestly be kind of funny if Scott was just a crazy person and because of the video game, like over the top fight scenes and stuff and how everybody explodes into like coins when they die. I thought it'd be funny if he was just making this all up in his head and he's just like this crazy serial killer and like he's just picturing this stuff, but the the like the coins are actually like blood and he's just chasing this prize, which is Ramona, who doesn't actually even exist so he's just going on this killing spree and like being investigated by the police the whole time. Ooh, I know the perfect deleted scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're a group of detectives uh, interrogating a witness after what they have just witnessed to be a witness witnessed um, to be a massacre at this um, Battle of the Bands concert. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Start your engines. Set. Fight. Okay, I think we should do good cop, bad cop on this. Okay, I'll, uh, you go ahead and start off all your lead. Okay. Hey, punk, what the hell happened here? Why are you being so mean? I just witnessed, like, 13 people get murdered by a guy, like a scrawny white kid with a sword. Hey, shut up, fuck face. <laughs> what? <clears throat> fuck face? I, I, I'm just, I'm just an innocent bystander here. I'm trying to help you guys. We'll decide that. Listen, I, I, I can give you a, an accurate description of this dude and, and, and help you out. I don't know why you're being so hostile towards me. Like, there's blood and, and, and guts and, and body pieces everywhere. Like, why are you being mean to me? You're on thin ice, mister. If I were you, I'd okay. be very careful what I said. Okay, well, I'll just and sit here and And I would cooperate you... fully. I, I'm trying to, but uh, I'll just sit here and wait for your questions. Stop resisting! <laughs> resisting? <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> In the corner, covered in blood splatter of other people that were at this concert. Well, I've got a few questions for you. Please, please ask them. I, I'm trying to cooperate. Well, I should hope so. Otherwise, I'll turn you over to my partner. She's a real psycho. She, she honestly looks looks like a psycho. So, and no disrespect, no disrespect, but you, you do seem crazy. Thank you. So, um, what I've heard from some other uh, witnesses, um, there was a, a white male probably early 20s um about 
five nine, six foot, uh, came in with a sword and uh, started uh, attacking some of the victims, um, scooping up their blood, uh, saying, uh, "My coins, my coins! I'm going to do my laundry with all these coins." Um, is d- where were you at the time? I was at the bar getting a drink, and then I heard the door bust open, and then all of a sudden, uh, a, a, a male that fits the description that you just gave, started yelling at this guy that's sitting on top of a throne for some reason in the middle of this club. There's just a, I mean, you can see it over there. It's giant. It's huge. It's kind of, kind of odd that there's a throne here. But anyways, he starts yelling at that guy and that guy starts yelling back. And then all of a sudden he just goes crazy and starts murdering everybody around him, acting like he was in a fight scene from like a movie or a video game or something. It was nuts. That sounds like our guy. Yeah, it is your guy. (laughs) I saw it. And where were you when this all happened? Like I just said, I was at the bar trying to get a drink. And then when he started cutting people's heads off and gutting them, I was trying to make it out the door, which was on the other side of the the club. And while I was running through, I got blood splatter on me. And yeah, just ended up killing all those people. And I got stuck in the corner over here and you guys showed up after he got away. Well, we've established that he has opportunity, but I don't think he's got a motive. Hey guys, this is weird. Um, has anyone seen flaming purple katana? I, I, I was here in the big fight, and I think I left my flaming purple katana on the uh, ground officer, somewhere. Officer, is this, officer, is this the guy? Officer, this is him. This is him. This is the guy. He's got the shaggy hair that needs a hair. He needs a haircut. That's him. That's him. Sir, can you explain why there's the uh, I'm just gonna... there's there's blood just pouring out of your pockets? Oh, that's not blood. These are my coins. Uh huh. Um, you want to come with me? I'm going to use them to do my laundry later. I don't, I don't know. Cut. I think it might be, I think it might be the other guy. <laughs> it, it was me the whole time. I, I told you when I, when I got on the, the podcast, I'm, I'm Scott Pilgrim. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do it do together. <laughs> that whole scene, Dane's character was holding two chainsaws. <laughs> I'm Prior- like Ash. I'm like Ash from the Ash versus the Evil Dead, but instead of just one chainsaw hand, I have two. <laughs> you can kill zombies pretty good, but you got a real hard time driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to take Uber literally everywhere. <laughs> and even then, they don't want to let you in because you got two chainsaws. Yeah, I can't. I, yeah. Door is a pain in the ass. I ruin a lot of Uber cars. I'm in debt for a lot of money. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine you working the Uber app. Like, <laughs> how many how many iPhones have you gone through? <laughs> Again, I'm in debt for a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I I like that change. Um, it also is supported by the whole like the transition stuff that we talked about, like how yeah, like Scott is doesn't seem to be aware of like the passage of time, how he gets from one place to another. He just sort of like is in his house and then he's somewhere else. Like, yeah, it makes sense. I think this is not just a change. It's possibly an interpretation of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's like straight up losing time in between scenes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that is a symptom of some pretty deep like problems. Okay, so um, my, my thought was like this movie... This movie is like clearly a video game to me. Um, everything about it is video game. <clears throat> I realize now that it's actually a psychopath's hallucination <laughs> that he's living in a video game, of course. But I think with that, um, we need to game it up a little bit more. Um, so I think some of the evil exes that he fights are uh, actually some kind of iconic video game characters. So what I'm thinking of is adding um, Mario, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Waluigi uh, as uh, evil exes. Wow! Wow! Would these be additional exes, or they would they replace exes? Um, I I think I don't know. I was trying to decide this. Uh, so I I think we just add them because that that would be ten evil exes. It's a nice even number. I feel like in video games. Uh, like 10, 10 levels makes more sense than like seven levels or mm-hmm. actually six because the, the twins were their own stage. Cool. Scenes that we were seeing are going to be, I think we're doing scenes within Scott's psychosis. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah. His video game psychosis. Yeah. And then, uh, and then maybe we could like cut to what's actually happening. <laughs> I would actually love to see this movie so far. <laughs> right. <laughs> is there a, Dane, is there a scene that you want to see? Right uh, now? 
don't they have to be like new scenes now that we yeah, have they would have to be like new they ones. have their own introduction we've just got three yeah. fights yeah. to do are you going to do a fight for each one or are you going to like team up kind of like the twins or ooh let's do well that that brings my round number 10 down to 9 i'd tell you what i'll add uh kirby and <laughs> and then we'll do we'll do one we'll do uh mario and waluigi that makes sense does kirby talk nope. no he just sucks stuff to death yeah you're talking about Kirby the vacuum cleaner, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already did that movie. Um, oh, sorry. I got confused for a second. I, I do. So in the whatever scenes we decide to do for this change, um, for in in the movie, it always sort of cuts to a part where um, Ramona has to like explain like oh, why yeah. and how she dated. And I, I would love if we could incorporate that into yes. these scenes because what a fucked up thing for the movie to do. And let's continue it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's, um, <clears throat> uh, Farley will remain uh, Scott Pilgrim. Um, Leah, do you want to be Ramona? Sure. Okay. I have, I have green And then um, uh, Dane and I can be Mario and Waluigi, I suppose. Dane, do you want to pick one of those? Is that okay? Uh, I will go. Oh, this is so difficult. They could be both fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll go Mario. Wow! <laughs> it's a me. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, weird of you to assume that I was playing Scott Pilgrim in that last scene. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just had a pocket full of quarters, man. No big deal. Yeah, I was another guy with bloody coins in my pocket and a sword. <laughs> There's enough bloody coins spread everywhere for multiple people to fill their pockets with. Coins <laughs> and blood both taste like metal. There you go. That's why he can't <laughs> differentiate. Because <laughs> he obviously eats the coins that he collects. He picks them up with his mouth. Yep. You know, like people do. <laughs> Are we, are we sure that are we sure that Scott Pilgrim isn't Kirby and just like sucking all the coins in? <laughs> oh, what a twist! <laughs> well, he got his power when he ate him. <clears throat> all right, are we ready? Yeah. And fight! It's a me, a Mario, and I'm gonna kick a your ass, Scott Pilgrim. No. Yeah. You dated this guy? Well, You're damn we, right she did. It was a phase in in college where I was. Oh no, oh no. You dated this guy? Well... He's even more Italian than the last. That's, you know... Mamma mia! Why? The first... Well, see, Mario wasn't Italian enough, and so I didn't really get my fix, you know, and so I graduated to Waluigi. That's who you are, right? So to be clear, you have a thing for Italians? Because that might be a deal breaker No, it was just a phase. A sexy phase. She had a spicy phase. It was a spicy meatball phase. They've got balls. Well, yeah, they're they're Italian. How big? Like meatball size. Wow. Right. You say one more thing to me, you Italian motherfucker, and I'll cut those meatballs right off your body. I swear to God, I'll do it. I'm gonna stomp on your head like you're a goddamn goomba. Wow. Goddamn sword out. I'm gonna eat this spicy flower and so shoot powerful. fireballs at you. Come here, you motherfucker! I'm gonna gut you like a pig. Wahoo! Ah! Whoa! Italian sausage. Mamma mia! No! Hey, Scott. Um, uh, it's, it's Wallace, your roommate. You just destroyed that that jar of ragu. What's what's going on, buddy? That was our dinner. I I don't know what you're talking about, Wallace. We're in a deli. With Ramona. Okay, buddy. I killed her exes, Wallace. Well, okay, remember how Ramona isn't real? She is real. She's my girlfriend. Scott, you're you're pointing at the vacuum. That's not Ramona. It's a Dyson ball. Wallace, you're being really fucking weird right now, man. Why don't you just you come are to bed? Insane. Hey, Wallace. Uh, is your roommate gonna freak out every time we play Smash Bros? Or I mean, yeah. Or anytime we do anything, pretty much. I mean, uh, Ramona, did you date him? She's not gonna Who talk. Is buddy. Ramona? She's... What's that? What's that, Ramona? Those are Roma tomatoes. Okay, real fucked up of you to point out that her hair is red. Wallace, what's this guy's deal, man? Like, he's freaking me out. I don't know. And it's not, I mean, you said that her hair was purple before. Your your psychosis isn't even consistent, Scott. Ramona, you had a thing for Italians? <laughs> Both of these guys? Here we go again. You just destroyed dinner. 
Okay, if you say one more fucking thing to me, man, I'm gonna cut your spicy meatballs off your body. Wallace, is your, is your, is your roommate gonna attack me? I feel very uncomfortable right now. No, it's okay. He usually just... Hey, oh, my balls! Cut. This is shaping up to be a fun movie. Who's next? Leah, please. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, my... Uh... I guess my change primarily applies to the uh, Scott dream verse, <laughs> um, but we can see how it might affect real life. Uh, so one of the things about the movie that I thought was weird was the whole um, Ramona having a chip in the back of her, her head, because uh, mm. that's not really... <clears throat> how things work um you can't just like super glue a chip to somebody and then that works with their brain unless she's a robot so ramona's a robot um which makes a lot more sense because she doesn't have any agency in the movie and you know she just can be programmed to do whatever it needs needs mm -hmm. to happen I don't and know she's how this... a figment of Scott's imagination. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I want her to be like full, you know, beep boop robot um, who, uh, yeah. And and I don't know if this has an impact on the real world. We already established that she may or may not be a vacuum or a Roma tomato. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we think of a way that it has an impact on the real world, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scott's rolling around a vacuum with it everywhere, <laughs> introducing it as his girlfriend with he's, a wig. He's on the colored bus. wigs. <laughs> he's, he's on the bus with it, and he's like, "Does that mean we can make out?" And he just starts making out with a vacuum. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen weirder things on buses. <laughs> <laughs> he met knives on a bus too, like when uh, when oh, what's this? What's Anna Kendrick's name? Amy stuff. Scott's thought, sister. That's her yeah, name. Yeah, I thought she had an S name too. Stacy. 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 When when Stacy asked Knives how they met, uh, the story starts. Well, my mom and I were on a bus, and then we don't hear the rest of that story. But does Scott just troll for girls on the bus? Seems like it. And he he met so, her while she was with her I, mom. So that's yeah, weird. I want to see the conversation between Knives, uh, Ramona, uh, Stacy, and Wallace, um, where. They're like talking to knives about how she met, um, but there's also a vacuum there. <laughs> is this where they're at the concert? Is that when that happens? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is the first this is right concert. before Matthew Patel comes in. Okay, crashing the boys. Is that they girl have this boy whole conversation. I don't know how they address Ramona though. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Well, I guess is... we have to decide if this conversation takes place in Scott's mind yeah. or in real life. Because if it's in Scott's yeah. mind... Well, let's do it in Scott's yeah. mind so we've got all the characters. Yeah. And then maybe we can... But Ramona's also a robot see a reflection in Scott's of how mind. That happens in real yeah, life. Yeah, so Ramona's a robot. Ramona bot. bot I think because robot. Scott is not actually here, this just happens in his mind and it doesn't happen in real life, right? Like he's... Yep. He is watching the conversation during the performance. And True. Like freaking out. But he could just see them like say hi to each other and like... <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So we have Ramona. We have Wallace. We have Knives, have Stacy. Right. Leah, you're Ramona. Okay. Phil. Leah has um, also been Wallace. <laughs> were you Wallace, Dane? Uh, uh, oh, no, you were the- Leah was uh, Ramona. Leah was also, Wallace. yeah. I'm everybody. I almost oh, called I'll her be, Ramona. I'm going to do this scene by myself. I will be everyone. <laughs> no, no, Farley. I was no, a joke. Go ahead. No, I, I, I want to see this. I no. kind of want to see this. <laughs> it has to happen now. God damn it. So, Leah, you will be playing- Ramona, you Wallace, guys. Knives, and Stacy. I, I hate this. And fight. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited to see the Sexpo Bombs play. Um, how did you meet Scott again? Beep boop. Yes, how did you meet Scott? Well, we were on a bus, and my mom and I were on a bus, and hey, it's me, Wallace. I'm making out with your boyfriend. Aw, oh, Wallace, not again. Beep boop, this is hot. Um, I think they're gonna start playing soon. By the way, who are you? Uh, beep boop, I'm Ramona. All right, ma'am, we have told you multiple times, you cannot be here. You're making all the other patrons uncomfortable. Beep, not to mention beep, you're, not you to mention not you're just yelling this. Com does not compute, beep boop. Can I get security up here on the balcony? Thank you. Yep. Jenny's back. She's doing that weird thing where she talks about the band like she knows them, but she's multiple people. Scott, Scott, you you didn't play a single note that whole song. Are you all right? 
I have never been better. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, I guess. <laughs> Cut. Uh, what a masterpiece that was. <laughs> uh, I think that is the perfect scene to ever happen, ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't wait for my Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Beep boop. That's pretty hot. <laughs> that that scene is what's gonna get this podcast like just out there, man. <laughs> We're going straight to the stars with that one. Farley, what do you got? So Leah might know. I entered this half of the uh, show with no change prepared. Mm-hmm. And so what I have come to you with today. <laughs> He's stalling. He's still trying to think of one. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Why would you say that, though? <laughs> he, need, he needs a 700-word essay on why, why you would say that. <laughs> Please, in multiple paragraphs, tell me why you would assume that. Well, I think it's pretty clear that you're vamping uh, and you admitted that you came in with nothing. Um, So what I like that has happened here is Leah doing a scene by herself. (laughs) One of my favorite things about this episode. Um, So I would like to bring Knives Chow into reality and she's a mentally unstable teenager who (laughs) in Scott's life is playing multiple roles for him. (laughs) So... All of that actually happened, and it was just knives at the concert by herself, like jumping back and forth between multiple personalities. D- does Scott is Scott in a band? I think no at this point, right? Does Scott know anyone? I think Wallace is real. Aside right? from knives, like he has a roommate. He at one point had a roommate named Wallace, <laughs> but now that roommate is played by knives. I'm, I'm curious as to how that final fight scene with Gideon would work because she helped him fight Gideon. Hmm. This is back to Gideon's club with the detectives looking into this, and they learned that they learned that there's a that there's an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, so we're saying in the real world, oh. Knives is playing all of these characters, right? Yeah, but okay, part of like a fixation on Scott. Can we say that she's also so- dragging around several things like a vacuum and like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Let's yeah. let's She's designate like objects for, of, for some of these characters. A satchel of props for Scott. Yeah, she has a bag of holding, um, and in it. <laughs> well, that would make sense for the scene where Ramona like pulls out that giant hammer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So I'd like to come back to our detectives. Mm-hmm. I would like to see them first discover that there's an accomplice. And I think it also like to see an interrogation with, with knives. knives. Okay. So is Leah going to play knives to do the multiple things? And then like one of us will pick up the other yeah. detective role. Okay. Yeah, of course. Leah has to play multiple roles now <laughs> because I backed her into because the corner. Because I'm so good at it. <laughs> Extremely talented. <laughs> so we'll have Dane and Austin be detectives then. Okay. And Leah, you will play knives. Ciao. Well, let's start. Let's start with uh, interrogating Farley as Scott Pilgrim, where we learned that there's an accomplice. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. Bite. Okay. So, um, I, I know you're new on this case. My last partner had to leave. So this dude, uh, came into a nightclub with a sword and like just killed a lot of people. Um, talked about how their blood was coins and, uh, think there might be another person in this named Ramona. He's mentioned her several times. Um, you know, Ramona? No. Can you, uh, let, let's try to get the basics. Can you tell me what color of uh, hair Luna has? Gred. Gred? Gred's not a color. All right. I'm going to go put it on APB for it's like, a female with gred hair color. It's like a bluish, reddish, yellowish, pinkish color. All at once? Sometimes. Okay. So we, we are not going to get an accurate description of this I'll one. I'll ask the questions here. <laughs> no, 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 no. What? Where's Knives? I have to break up with her so I can be with Ramona. Who's Knives? <laughs> this is pretty funny. She's my teenage girlfriend. Dating an underage... <laughs> You're admitting to being with an underage girl? Yeah, but all my friends are like, that is not okay. It's not okay. They were absolutely 100% right on that. <laughs> yeah, but that's the bit. A bit? You're using a underage an underage girl as a bit. There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> it's 
pretty funny. This is huge. This is this, you're. It's not looking good for you, buddy. I'm telling you that right now. I cast fireball on you, sir. What? All right, all right. What's this guy's deal, man? I don't know. Come here. Um, okay. So, okay. Uh, one of the one of the witnesses that we have in custody right now uh, is a 17-year-old girl named Knives Chow. Oh, he just said he was dating yeah. someone named Knives. We yeah, should bring I, her in. I think we need to. Ramona. I think we need to have a word with her. My slipstream express in my brain. Hey, shut! Shut up! Shut up in moment. there! All right, let's go talk right. to Knives. Shut up in there! <laughs> all right, Knives. Uh, this is Detective Mulberry. My name is uh, Detective Balzac. Um, wasn't that funny? Wasn't that funny? You proud of yourself? Nope, I'm not. Detective, are you proud <laughs> of yourself? Tell, tell her your real name. <laughs> Detective Scrotum, tell her your real name. <laughs> My name is Detective Scrotum. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not Knives. I'm Stacy. I'm Scott's sister. Uh, no, it clearly says here that you said your name's, name was Knives Chow and you were 17 years old. Beep, beep, boop. I I am Ramona Bot does not compute. Scrotum, is it just me or both of these fuckers just absolutely batshit insane? <laughs> uh yeah, this is a this is a weird one. Um Ramona Bot, can we please speak to knives, chow? Beep boop, why would you ask me? I am just Ramona Bot. God damn it. Um Ramona Bot, shut down. Ramona Bot shutting down. Alright. That's one problem Ooh. taken care of, maybe. <laughs> Who are we, Who are we speaking, speaking to, to now? <laughs> Uh, it's me, Wallace. I'm, uh, just a guy. Pretty cool guy. What's up? Why am I here? Wallace. Wallace, the roommate that Scott had? Yeah, we're roommates. Wallace has been missing for several years. That's impossible. I'm right here. You found me. Did you, did you do something to Wallace? I, did I do something to myself? (laughs) Yeah, about three times a day, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Knives, we need to, we need to know. Did you do something to Wallace? You are not Wallace. You are Knives. Chow. Knives? You mean Scott's underage girlfriend? It's pretty whack, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah very, very much so. And it's, it's kind of weird that you're aware of it, but also into it. Well, no, I wouldn't say I'm into it. I mean, I'm more Why into like. I haven't reported this. Guys, do you want yeah, to come sleep on my mattress? No. The mattress that we found at uh, Scott's apartment that was just covered in blood? No, I'm, 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 I'm good. Yeah, that's the mattress. Wallace, can you get knives for me, please? I, I don't know knives. Like I said, I know Scott. Scrotum, this is a difficult task we have here. I I just don't know what to do here. I think we call an exorcist, maybe? Our uh, public okay, execution it's me, Stacey. Still a thing? I'm an exorcist. That's a thing that you didn't know about me. Maybe we should uh, elevate this to the vegan police. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to have to send this one upstairs, this one's out buddy. Of our hands. No, please don't. Please don't, please don't tell the vegan police it's me, Todd. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> me, Todd. It's me, Todd. <laughs> we don't know who Todd is. <laughs> uh, but now we've made the vegan police a real thing. <laughs> and they're above homicide detectives. Yeah. <laughs> Homicide has to call in when the case is too tough. <laughs> oh, so man. I absolutely need to see a scene where uh, Stacy is an exorcist. <laughs> God, <damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> I open my big stupid mouth. <laughs> the exorcism of Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> okay, what's the scene? <laughs> I have part of it. Stacy is an exorcist. <laughs> This is knives as Stacy, right? <laughs> this one could take place within Scott's head. Okay. If if you don't want to play knife like four different characters as knives. <laughs> what if Scott's sister is the reason Scott ended up crazy because she she thought there was something wrong with him, but instead of like actually exercising a demon out of him, she puts one inside of him. <laughs> <gasps> I really like that. <laughs> so, is this scene taking place in the real world then? It, it would. It would have to, right? She instead of an exorcism, she summons yeah. a demon. Yeah. She she absolutely has no. She thinks she's an exorcist, but absolutely has no idea what she's doing, and is like reading from this book she found, and it summons a demon who possesses Scott, and then he goes on his murderous rampage and ends up crazy. So okay. Scott Pilgrim is a uh, Evil Dead spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stacy <laughs> finds the Necronomicon. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and that's how he gets his chainsaw hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So Farley as Scott Pilgrim, uh, Leah as Stacy, and I guess Dane and I will come in as necessary. Or are there other perspectives? <laughs> oh, what if we're Scott's? Because they never, they never like really. We never see Scott's parents. What if we're Scott's parents? So like after he gets the demon, he just murders us, mm-hmm. like murders his family. <laughs> Jesus, that's dark. But <laughs> we're making it better. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's much darker than Scott going into a nightclub with a samurai right. sword. <laughs> like that starts his rampage. Oh no! I don't want to kill my parents. Leah didn't want to kill a little girl in Godzilla, and, and she yeah, did. Yeah, but she had to. <laughs> now you have to kill your parents. I didn't really want to play like six characters in one scene either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I fucking hate you, Leah. We do what we have to. We'll see what happens. Let's just let's just go into it. And see where the scene takes us. Here we go. Fight. Stacy, why am I t- tied to the chair? Um, because, okay, a couple of things. One, I heard you were dating a high schooler, and that can't be you. That's a demon that's in you. Two, found this book. I think it's made of human skin, and I'm just going to try some stuff. So just going to, like, I don't know, just turn some pages here, and just, like, uh, this is, like, I don't know what language this is. Um, oh wait, here's one in English. Okay, we'll just do this one. I bet this will fix it. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the demon out of you. It says. I really don't think there's. Okay, well, you explain why you're dating a high schooler then. She's like just really mature for. Her okay, age. that's the demon talking, Scott. That's definitely the demon talking. There might actually be multiple demons. It's it's feeling like maybe a multiple demon situation. I'm like pretty knowledgeable about this stuff so here we go this one just says um let's see your brother's soul be gone and demons take his form and that should be it you're good that's oddly (gasps) kids kids have you seen your father's necronomicon i can't i I swear i put it on the coffee table i can't find it anywhere don't know what that is your mother sucks cock for the hell Scott, mom can probably hear you. What did you say, young man? You suck cocks in hell. Boy, you better watch your mouth up there. You're gonna get us in so much trouble. Let Jesus fuck you. Let Jesus fuck you. That's it. We're coming upstairs. God, okay, I can, I'm gonna untie you from this chair because I don't want to get in trouble for like weird. Like here you go. Okay, you're free. Guys, why is this door locked? You know my rule: no locked doors in this house. Oh my God. Hey, uh, Except the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> right, honey. Thanks. Thanks for clarifying. Okay. Wait, hold on. I have some questions about that because I was told strictly to never lock the bathroom. Who told you that? Yeah, like what if you fall and you need help? Yeah, mom. Why? <laughs> what if they fall and they need help? My rule is no locked doors. Yours is one locked door. <laughs> and isn't it kind of weird that our parents are like in a hierarchy? So our mom is also our grandma and our dad is... I never thought about it before. Yeah, maybe that's why I was dating a high school. This is how Canada works. It's not weird here. Did you break up with her? Well, now I'm possessed by a demon, so I have to strangle you to death, Stacey. That's what we're going to do next. But first, let's... Well, no, you were possessed by a demon, and I fixed it. Well, you obviously can't fucking read, because what you just read said my soul be... Well, your brother's soul be gone. Demons fill his body or whatever. So now I have to kill you, but first we really need to straighten out this whole family hierarchy. Is somebody killing someone in there? You know your dad's rule about killing someone. Only in the bathroom, we know. All right, Stacy, give me, give me your throat. It almost sounds like there's a really polite killing going on in this room. Open this door now. It sounds like maybe one of them fell down and they need help. It's me, Stacy, and I'm totally fine in here. Oh, okay. Can you unlock the door then? I just, I just want to talk. Just want to talk. We, we in, installed a toilet in here, so now it's a bathroom. So we're allowed to lock the door. You know that's your mother's rule, not mine. I'll cut. Is there anything else we want to see, or uh, we got? I done? think that's. I think that's what we've got time for. Did we? actually do like any scenes from the movie or were these all just like scenes that we created we, we did scenes. they were all original we, <laughs> we did scenes based off the movie but not yeah. actual scenes from the movie i think that might be a first 
I think usually we like revamp right. actual scenes. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> That's what I mean. And it, the, this trailer is going to be interesting because it's going to be for an entirely different movie. Yeah. A movie I would 150% watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, let's check out the trailer. What happens when one lonely nerd enters a problematic relationship with a high schooler? Stacy, why am I t- tied to the chair? Um, because, okay, a couple of things. One, I heard you were dating a high schooler, and that can't be you. That's a demon that's in you. Two, found this book. I think it's made of human skin, and I'm just going to try some stuff. His sister tries to cast out his demons, but instead invites one in. Your brother sold me gone. Demons fill his body or whatever. Now, Scott is living in a fantasy world, and he's taking everyone with him. I was at the bar getting a drink, and then I heard the door bust open, and then all of a sudden, uh, a, a, a male that fits the description that you just gave started yelling at this guy that's sitting on top of a throne for some reason in the middle of this club. There's just a, I mean, you can see it over there. It's giant. It's huge. It's kind of... Kind of odd that mm. there's a throne here. But anyways, he starts yelling at that guy, and that guy starts yelling back, and then all of a sudden, he just goes crazy and starts murdering everybody around him, acting like he was in a fight scene from, like, a movie or a video game or something. It was nuts. Maybe we should uh, elevate this to the vegan police. Coming this summer, a movie that's way too overrated because it has video game sounds in it. Mamma mia, no! Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, ha, ha. What a trailer, you guys. Yeah, what a very uh, funny trailer. Um, we want to thank our guest, uh, Dane Lindstrom, for being with us and talking about Scott Pilgrim. It was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed myself. Next week, we are watching Mortal Kombat from 2021. Uh, Dane, you got any plugs? Uh, I have a YouTube channel where I go and hike and do like outdoor activities. It's just youtube.com slash wild and wonderful. And I also stream to Twitch, uh, usually on weekends, Saturday and overnight on Sundays. And you can find me there at twitch.tv slash almost dangerous TV. All right. Uh, you can follow the show, uh, on Twitter at better movie club, facebook.com slash better movie club, uh, Instagram at better movie club. You can email us at bettermovieclub at gmo.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Austin Weiford. Austin, how it sounds, W-E-I-F-O-R-D. Farley, what you got? You can follow me on Twitter at it's Farley, F-R-L-Y. Um, email me at farley at snakebaby.net. You can send me anything you want this week or anything at all. Just ever email me, please. It's getting lonely in there. <laughs> I keep sending myself emails and it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same. I you check that every on, single day, right? I do. Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> I stream on Twitch at almost dangerous. It doesn't quite work, but it's close. Um, and weekends and overnight on Sundays. Generally my time frame. <laughs> Leah, what do you have for us? You can follow me on Twitter at WorryTweets. And I don't have anything else. Well, you do Twitter. have a Twitch channel. I have a Twitch channel, which I use to watch other people play t- things on Twitch. No, you do your stream on weekends and overnight on Sundays. No, she watches on Saturdays and over overnights yeah. on Sundays. Yeah, she watches Almost Dungeous, the best channel on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, Almost I Dungeous is my biggest competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I have people come into my chat and they're like, this is nowhere near as good as Almost Dungeous. <laughs> they actually think you're the knockoff now. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they think I stole the name from you. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Um, we will see you next week. It was an absolute treat to have you here, Dane. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could not here, take my eyes off you the whole time you were on the screen. Uh, <laughs> feelings mutual, guys. I looked and at all of you the entire time. <laughs> if you're ever in town and like bored and kind of horny, cut. I mean, I'm, all, I'm always in a town. So, guys, he doesn't know about cut. <laughs> to be fair, I started talking before you said that. Cut. Good. No. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>
Cut. <laughs> Everybody keeps cut. Yell cut. Cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut. Are we I cutting? It. Sounds cut. like Scott Pilgrim in here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stop, stop recording. Really raining out there. Yeah, it's really coming down. Yep. Day two of this. It's really raining out there. Yeah, I, I, I wish anyone had checked the weather before we uh, had our Monopoly night. Well, I mean, we don't have that great of internet out here in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by three creeks. True. So we couldn't have, obviously, but I wish someone would have. Yeah. I mean, some people came from the city. Yeah. Not to mention I mean, the names. it's really cool that, like. The city has Wi-Fi, but AT&T just doesn't have service out here. Hey, who are you texting, um, Greg? Oh, I was, uh, uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, hey, uh, uh, Paul, check your phone. Okay. You guys get service? I, I can't, it seems like I can't send or receive anything. Yep, no service out here. We're, either we're just doing it through we're, our we're, <laughs> message. I message. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you do have Wi-Fi then? Yeah, so could yeah, I... Yeah, it's just not very good. good. It's could just I not very good. We can't do anything besides iMessage. Oh, okay. N- oh. No, that makes sense, yeah, because famously I- iMessage uses less bandwidth than the weather app. I don't even... I couldn't even download the weather app, so, I mean... Yep. The one that comes on Wait, your phone? Is that... Is that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like I'm being attacked over this weather app thing, and I don't Oh, no, 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 I, I, I was just curious, like, it's funny to me. What was that, Okay, Sheila? all right. Guys, let's just drop it. Um, Julie, it's your turn. Who is Julie? My name is Sheila. Sheila, it's your turn. I'm so sorry. <laughs> is, is there another person here? Um, I was wondering, could I get your Wi-Fi password? I just want to check in on the babysitters, Ooh, uh... so... We don't like to share that. It's just, it's a, you know, it's pretty private. I mean, you can just send it over like iCloud. You don't have to. No, you it's, have it's to pretty. It's it's private. I don't think we should. No, we, we have a landline. You can call your babysitter. We won't even know the password. Like it'll just. No, it's, it's all right. We'll let you use the landline. It's fine. I mean, she's I, she's like a zoomer. I don't think she knows how to answer a phone. Wow. I I mean. Personally, if I was hiring a babysitter, I think right. I'd want one that knew how to use a phone. Right, and you know a lot yes. about hiring that- babysitters, right? With your with your eighteen cats and whatever, they're uh, you don't have any yeah. kids, so yeah, whatever the fuck that thing is in the corner. Yeah, you think I can just leave eighteen cats and whatever the fuck that thing is uh, <laughs> here by themselves? Could we uh, talk about how we do need a cat sitter? I mean can't just leave food for 18 cats and it not turn into a fight fest. Yeah, and what the fuck does that thing eat? That's Paul. Can we talk? stop talking about Paul like that? Okay. <laughs> He's self-conscious. That's Paul Jr. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys do have a kid, or...? No, no. no. Look at no. that thing. Does it look like a child to you? No, it does what? not. <laughs> what I did was, uh, every time my husband would uh, take a... F- take a shower um he he's so messy he he you know uh hair gets clogged up in the drain and uh just gunk and stuff and i just started uh putting it together and that's um it's paul jr Sheila, it's almost like a second husband <laughs> i just realized i forgot to tell you something about the babysitter she told me a, a secret that i'm not supposed to tell anybody else but you kind of a weird so, thing for a babysitter to do also, i yeah i thought it was to weird everyone too. Why don't Could you pull we me go aside? To the okay, yeah. sure. We're gonna go to the bathroom together. Okay, that's not weird. We'll be back. All right, all right. Have fuck? fun in the bathroom, guys. <laughs> Paul, I think we're I think we're blowing it. I, yeah, I, I want know. them to be friends with us, and I don't know what's going on. I really <laughs> I like, like them. 
I like them I, as people a lot. Me too, but I feel like they're really focused on Paul Jr. for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he's getting embarrassed. We better go console him a little uh, bit. Okay. Right. Sheila, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I mean, they're great people, and I would love to be friends with them. Like, Yeah, me too, of course. Why the why is Paul Jr. just fucking eyeballing me all night? Like he's trying to fight or something? I, I mean, that was... I thought he was... I mean, I thought I was going to have to fight him because I think he is into you. Like, the way that yeah, he's making I, eyes at you. And I heard him whisper some really provocative things about what you're wearing. And he whispered it to me, and I've got no fucking idea what that means. He's like posturing or something, trying to be an alpha. That's... well... I mean, didn't they say he was made of hair? How does it make sense that he's whispering stuff? I, I have no fucking idea what's going on here. Do you think maybe we could swim out of here? Well, I don't know how to swim. But I swear to fucking God, Paul Jr. whispered something to me about floating me across this, these creeks. Why, well, he is wearing a life jacket. Maybe we could hey, use uh, him as a... Hey, if you guys flush the toilet, yeah, uh, you, you gotta hold the handle down a little bit. Just hold it down for a few seconds or it won't flush all the way. I'm jerking off. That's pretty finicky. I'm jerking off, so it's going to be like five, ten minutes still. That's pretty common out here in the country. I don't know if you city folk ever had to do that. Bad Wi-Fi and shitty toilets. We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. We have to get out of here. I can't jiggle the no- Like, I can't do this. Wait, hold on. I think I've flushed one of these before. You have to lift the toilet from the base and then push it down. Well, it's, it's bolted. If you guys need extra toilet paper, there are two 48 packs of toilet paper in the closet across the hall. All right. We have to buy everything in bulk because we live two hours from a grocery store. And it floods all the time, even during droughts. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Questions about that later? Uh, We're going to finish up in here and we'll be right out. Okay. All right, Sheila, I'm going to lift this toilet bowl and you're going to try and flush it. Okay, I'm just going to... Right. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Hey, hey, Sheila. Yeah, would you I'm pooping. Take, would you take Mediterranean <laughs> Avenue and uh, three thousand dollars for Park Place? We make it four thousand. Um, how about thirty-five? If we go four thousand, I've got to mortgage something. All right, thirty-five. All right, thirty-five dollars. I have never well, fucking played you know Catan what I with meant. these rules. What? I've never played Catan with these rules. I've got no idea what's going on here. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just trying they to just roll with it. They just put little Monopoly pieces on the Catan hexes. <laughs> I don't know how to play either of those games. So, it was, is that a bad deal that I just made? I've got, I don't know. I don't know how this game works. All right. Just leave that, that guy in the toilet. This thing's not going to flush. Okay. Just close uh-huh. the lid. They'll find it later. They'll think it was Paul Jr. or something. I don't know if that thing poops. What if we just run out there and we grab Paul Jr. and we and we just run for it? I have never been more in love with you than I am right now. <laughs> I love you. We're going to make it through this. All right. Get your gun. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs>